Welcome and thank you for joining us for the NABIP Healthcare Happy Hour, the official podcast of the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals. Before we begin, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The podcast is distributed on these platforms every Friday and is included in NABIP's weekly member-exclusive health policy newsletter, The Washington Update, giving you a head start on your healthcare happy hour. We are just one month away from our annual capital conference and the first capital conference as the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals. As folks who have already been to CapCon know, it is the responsibility of each chapter's delegation to make their appointments for congressional lobbying visits during capital conference. But how? On this week's episode of the Healthcare Happy Hour, Director of Government Affairs Hosni Abdelaziz joins us to walk you through the process. For those who may not have attended Capitol Conference, what are we talking about here with these lobbying visits? Thanks for having me, Dan. So Capitol Conference is our annual fly-in that typically takes place at the end of February. On top of the speakers, breakout sessions, and trainings on show, we do provide an opportunity for our membership to lobby the representatives. And this is usually towards the tail end of the conference, which in this case is Tuesday, February 28th, and Wednesday, March 1st. And this designated lobbying time allows our NABIP members to communicate the association's federal priorities and really set the stage for the coming legislative year. And this is especially important given our name change and the amount of new faces at the start of this 118th congressional session. So does NABIP staff make appointments for attendees or do NABIP members themselves schedule their appointments? So it would be the responsibility of the NABIP members to schedule these Hill appointments for Capitol Conference. I recommend having one point person are the state legislative chair or the local legislative chair in each state scheduling these appointments. I just think that it'll be much easier to organize if one person is scheduling the appointments to have everything in front of them and then delegate out to others attending from that same state. And if you don't know who from your delegation will be attending, you can just contact myself and I can provide you with that list. If for any reason you're having trouble making contact with a particular office, you can also just contact me and I will make sure to get you with one of our lobbyists, either John Green or Michael Andel, to assist in scheduling that meeting. How exactly do members make appointments on the Hill? So there are a variety of ways to go about setting up these Hill meetings. The first being that you could go to the member of Congress's website to fill out a meeting request form. And in these forms, they will first ask the contact information. And this contact info will be that of the point person that we just discussed in each state. In the online form, then they will typically ask for a range of dates and times you are available to meet. And this year, those timeframes are Tuesday, February 28th from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. and Wednesday, March 1st from 9 to 5 p.m. If for any reason your legislator isn't available these times, it is okay to coordinate with your delegation and schedule times outside of that during the meeting. But ideally, what you want to do is have your meeting set Tuesday afternoon and Wednesday so you don't miss all of the Capitol Conference programming. Next, in that online form, they will ask who will be attending, the number of attendees, or both. And as I previously mentioned, if you are not aware of who will be attending Capitol Conference from your state, you can just contact me and I'll make sure to provide that list of attendees with that corresponding contact info. On some occasions, the online form will ask if a constituent will be present or they'll just email you directly asking the names, emails and addresses of every attendee. 
But the reason for that is to see if a constituent will be present. So what you want to do is try to make sure at least one of the members attending each visit on the house site either lives or works in a member's district. And this works to your advantage if a constituent is able to attend because these offices typically prioritize those meetings. So if you don't see an online meeting form on your legislator's website, you can also contact the office directly. You'll want to speak with either the scheduler or staff assistant. And if you don't have that info, sometimes I will be able to provide that from our database on the back end. Once your chapter has made your congressional appointments, please go to the link provided in the last two Washington Update newsletters and enter in appointment details so that NABIP can track those visits our members will be conducting during the conference. I'll also be emailing this link to all state and local legislators in the coming weeks leading up to the conference. And what this does is allow our government relations team to key in on important meetings with leadership, high-ranking officials, and those a part of committees of jurisdiction. If the representatives or senator themselves from one of those groups will be present during your meeting, sometimes you'll have one of the MABIP GR staff tagging along with you. And we'll make sure to communicate that with you guys ahead of time. So if the congressional offices ask what the meeting will be about, what should members say? With those online meeting forms, you will see a bot on there asking about what the meeting will be talking about. Or if you call in, they'll be asking specifically what you'll be discussing. The Washington Update article I just mentioned that details how to make those Hill appointments also does include three bullet points that give Hill staffers an idea of what will be discussed during those meetings. And this allows the office to link you up with the relevant staffer, which in this case will be the health legislative assistant. So the first point is in relation to things that can affect the cost of health care coverage, more specifically, the increase in cost of prescription drugs, supporting the increased flexibility on use of health savings accounts for telehealth, and really limiting any barrier to employer-sponsored coverage. The next bullet point that we go over is on employer reporting. In the last congressional session, we did see the introduction of H.R. 774 and Senate Bill 3673. And what those bills would have done is provided much-needed relief for employers seeking to comply with the reporting requirements that we saw under Section 6055 and 6056 for enforcement under the ACA's individual and employer mandates, which essentially these bills would have eased compliance requirements for employers offering health insurance coverage to their employees. So we saw those introduced in the 117th Congress. What we want to see is a reintroduction of these bills during the 118th Congress so we can hopefully get it past the finish line either this or next year. The last point does address the CMS rule introduced last year that established a call recording requirement in Medicare Advantage and Part D enrollments for agents and brokers. And in December 2022, we did see Senator Mike Rounds from South Dakota and James Risch from Idaho introduce a bill that would have excluded independent agents and brokers from this recording requirement and that marketing rule. And what we hope to see is reintroduction of that bill as well, along with a companion on the House side. So those three points are just a general overview of what the full-fledged talking points will consist of. The full talking points will be available very soon, and once they are complete, they will be sent out to both the state and local legislative chairs in PDF format. Some folks may be concerned that offices will not recognize NAPIP, since, of course, we previously interacted with them as NAHU. Do you think that is a problem? No, I don't think this is a problem at all and actually provides us with an excellent opportunity for a refresh to educate everyone on the association's mission, as well as to really explain the importance of health insurance agents and brokers to the country. This refresh will be reflected in our programming this year, but it will also be reflected in the federal talking points. 
So for returning members of Congress who formerly work with NHU, we'll, we will be explaining our name change to the National Association of Benefit Insurance Professionals, as well as the role of the agent and broker. So for all of the new faces and incoming members, there won't be much of a heavy emphasis on the name change since they haven't worked with us in the past, but we will be sure to explain what our association is about. We will be sure to explain what our association is about and the role that agents and brokers play. What should folks do after their meetings with their members of Congress? Yeah, immediately after the conference, I will be sending out a debriefing form where you can detail all notes from your meeting. And with this in mind, make sure to designate one person in your Hill meetings to be a note taker. These debriefing forms will go out to all state and local legislative chairs and will be included in any future edition of the Washington Update immediately after Capitol Conference. So what details should be included when folks log their meetings? So you definitely want to include which talking points a particular office was receptive to. And conversely, you want to make sure to note if there are any points you may have received some pushback on. A lot of the time, a staffer or member of Congress will ask for follow-up information on a particular topic. And this is very important to note, as it provides our government relations team the opportunity to follow up with these offices and provide the relevant documents to keep the conversation going. So essentially, these Hill meetings during Capitol Conference are vital to the association's advocacy efforts. By casting a large net with the hundreds of meetings set, our NABIP membership is really setting the stage for our government relations team to continue to advocate for our federal priorities. With that being said, I do look forward to seeing everyone in D.C. at the end of February to really get some momentum behind our legislative initiatives during this clean slate of the 118th Congress. So all of this being said, I'm sure a lot of listeners are probably wondering about who is speaking at this year's Capitol Conference. So I'd like to take a moment to talk about some of the speakers that we have confirmed for this year's Capitol Conference. This is far from an exhaustive list. We will be announcing more speakers over the coming weeks. On the congressional side this year, we have Congressman Adrian Smith of Nebraska, who is lead sponsor on the NABIP-supported Common Sense Reporting Act. That is a bill that would make much-needed changes to the employer reporting process that NABIP has been lobbying for for some time. We also have Senator Mike Rounds of South Dakota joining us on the main stage. That name is probably familiar to you because he recently introduced a bill that would exclude independent agents and brokers from the marketing call recording requirements that Husney mentioned earlier. We are hoping to get this bill reintroduced in the new Congress, and we are ecstatic that Senator Rounds will be joining us for Capitol Conference. Outside of Congress, we have the new president and CEO of the Better Medicare Alliance, Mary Beth Donahue. The Better Medicare Alliance is the prime advocate organization for the Medicare Advantage program, a longtime ally of NABIP. We are proud to have the alliance make an appearance at our premier legislative event. As I mentioned, we will be announcing more speakers over the coming weeks, and once our talking points are released, we will be talking about them right here on the Healthcare Happy Hour to make sure that you are prepared for your meetings with your members of Congress here in Washington, D.C. It is now time for the NABIP Healthcare Happy Hour Toast of the Week. So who are we toasting to this week? So this week's toast is to all those who have already registered for Capital Conference, taking advantage of that early bird special of $450. If you haven't registered, fear not. You do still have till January 31st to take advantage of that early bird special. Cheers! 
Thank you for joining us for NAPIP's Healthcare Happy Hour, the official podcast of the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals. For more information on NABIP's government affairs efforts or to become a member, visit nabip.org.